is Joy. And this is Claire. It's October! It's October 3rd. I feel like, ooh, this feels meant to be. It is meant to be. So today we're recording sort of an interesting new type of episode where we have about a half dozen or so folks who are watching this live and they can interact with us via a chat. We're just going to kind of see how that goes. And maybe we'll do it again in the future if you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, I wish that I could chime in in real time. This could be your chance. Normally we record at four o'clock mountain time on Mondays-ish. So if that's a time that works for you, maybe you can join us in the future. And we can actually see people's real reactions. So if you're someone who's who listens to the podcast and we say something, you're like, I really wish I could just talk to them. Wow. Wow, we're recording. Yes. I mean, what more could you want in life? (laughs) I can think of so many things, but I'm still (laughs) grateful that people are here. So we're officially in the month where everyone kind of goes nuts over like fall things. Actually, that happened in August, but like now we really have permission to dive in. And I did something last night that you would probably think is like so classic me. It wouldn't surprise you. So last night I did an online reading with Candace Dalton, who's a medium. Oh, I did okay. this with her like okay, three okay. years ago. Hold yeah. on a minute. I saw your Instagram story about this and I thought you meant like she was an author who was like doing a reading of her materials, not like a reading reading. Yeah, like a medium reading. That kind of yeah. reading. Got it, got it, got it. Right. Which I guess I would watch someone read their book, but this is a reading Well, because like I saw that you did with Mom Sandy. Mom Sandy has like all these author friends, so I just assumed sure. that's what it was. Got it. <laughs> reading reading like that. So I saw this. I, I don't know what what pulled me to this, but I saw on her Instagram page, I'm sure that she was doing like a live reading, which I've done before. I did this like three years ago. She just so happened to have one last night. And so Sandy and I went, there was like 50 people there. So we didn't get read. Sandy and I like didn't get picked. I almost got picked. She's, she's amazing. By the way, if, if anyone wants to look up Candace Dalton, she has a podcast. She's just a lovely human being. So cute. So funny and very, very talented first and foremost. So how she does it, it's so cool. She's got like 50 people on a Zoom. She all of a sudden will just be like, Joy. And then she pulls you on the big screen. And then she tells you who's there for you. It's not like she does it where she's like, I have a grandfather here. And like, someone's like, I have a grandpa. You know what I mean? Like, we're sometimes like everyone has a grandpa. So oh my gosh, I have a grandpa. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's me. Totally. Where everyone raises their hand. She legit will just be like, Claire, and then put you on the big screen. She like puts you on the highlight screen so everyone can see you. And then she unmutes you. And then she's like, I have da 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 here for you. Like she knows who's there for which person. It's unbelievable. So Sandy and I just the whole time were just like, what? And we've done this before with her, but I feel like she's just really come into her own. She's young. She's like, you know, 30, maybe a few years ago. She, I, I mean, I remember her being just as talented, but anyway, it was just so cool. So it was like a supposed to be an hour and a half. She took like two and a half hours. And it was by that time, I was like, okay, Sandy, if someone comes through for me, I got to pee. So I got to go. Tell <laughs> my like, ancestors that I need to Irish goodbye. <laughs> they will understand. And my introvert was real full because I was so into it. And I was just locked into every person that came through. I mean, we're talking unbelievable stories of people that came through. Like, this one gal, her brother had just passed away like a month ago. They just had the service. That day that we were doing the reading, he came through. It was bananas. So I was very locked in. And then by the end of it, I was like, Sandy, I'm full and I have to pee. If anyone comes through for me at the last minute, will you tell me? <laughs> Sandy's like, So yes. this is like real time reality TV, basically. Yeah, it was great. It was so great. So that kind of kicked off October real well for me. I feel like September had a good kickoff. October's got a good kickoff. Feeling really good. 
about the end of the year. But you know, this is just a sleigh ride to the end of the year, right? Like this is when it all happens. Christmas decorations are already at Costco. It's all happening. Um. Okay, so last week we left everyone on kind of a cliffhanger to hear the story of the time that Scott ditched you on your anniversary to go see a Pearl Jam show. So please tell us what happened. Well, this kind of feels like a not super fair to Scott of that cliffhanger. And if you listened to the show, he would be real mad at me. He does not listen and he is not here to defend himself. So, no. you know, he's, throw him right he's under so, the bus. He's so funny. He'll be like, if he hears us like talking in the room, he'll be like, why did you say that about me? I'm like, because everyone knows that I'm kidding. So everybody knows Scott loves Pearl Jam. Scott has seen them. Turns out he just saw their 43rd show. He had this like whirlwind tour of concerts in August, September, where a bunch of bands that he loves were in uh, coming to Red Rocks and whatever in Denver. So he had all these shows planned. And he, like two weeks before the show, so September 20th is our wedding anniversary. And about two weeks before our wedding anniversary, he's like, uh, can I go to, and we don't like need permission. It's not like a permission thing, but we're just like, hey, checking in. Is it cool if I go to this show? Uh, or is it cool if I do this girl's trip? Or is it cool? You know, whatever. And he's like, hey, is it cool if I go to Oklahoma for Pearl Jam on September 20th? And I was like, that's our anniversary. And then not only that, but he had just seen like two concerts the week prior that I didn't go to. And then this is just all gets into logistics with like the dogs and like everybody kind of, I get it if you just have a pet dog, but for trading a service dog, you can't really leave them alone for that long. I don't feel good about it. So anyway, so I was just kind of like, all right, well, I'll take care of the dogs. Sure, if I really wanted to go to all these shows, I would get a sitter for the dog, whatever. But I just didn't have the energy and I don't really care about all these bands. So I was like, all right, well, I'm watching the dogs like the week before. And then you're going to go to Oklahoma on our anniversary. I'm going to be alone. And then we're seeing Pearl Jam two days later in Denver. So like, what's up, dude? And I got so mad. I was like, okay, because we had talked about this two weeks before. And I said, absolutely not. And I'm not an absolutely not type of person. Like, I really don't care about many things with like, as it comes to spousal stuff. Like we're at the point where we're just like, yeah, sure, fine. But I got mad because I'm like, okay, you're seeing like six concerts in four weeks and you're going to go to Oklahoma. So I kind of, I kind of put my foot down as it were. So then that was that. So then like a week before, he's like, I really want to go to Oklahoma. And then he tries to turn it into this trip to see his parents. And I'm like, oh, no, don't you even try to turn it into a trip to see your parents? Because his parents live there. Like if you had led with that, and then like, Scott, you did this in the wrong order. You needed to have been like, hey, I, you know, I feel like I need to go see my parents. Oh, my gosh. I just realized Pearl Jam is going to be playing while I'm there. I think I'm going to go see them. Oh, my God. He had already blown his own cover. No, he totally blew his own cover. So it's like... I was like, okay, don't like give me a pity thing of like, well, I'm going to go see my parents too. And so we got into a big fight about it and I was just mad. And then whatever, I got over it within a a day, 24 hours. I turned around and I was like, fine, go. And uh, it was just, it was also really funny because he was trying to, um, he's like, well, we could go to breakfast on our anniversary. And then he's flying out like that day. I'm like, don't give me a pity breakfast either. I don't want breakfast. I want, (laughs) I don't want your pity breakfast. I want your full commitment breakfast. 
That's so funny. So I got to pull that card for at least a week and a half of just being like, I could ask you to do whatever I want right now because you're going to Oklahoma on our anniversary. But he had a great time and it was fun and it worked out just fine and we survived it. But that was... That was almost a breaking, not breaking point. It was almost right. a big, it was almost a bigger fight. than Almost it. a bigger fight. Because Scott is convinced that this is Pearl Jam's last tour. Yeah, which is not, I'm convinced it's not. And I also think he threw that in as like a. Like, Another bargaining chip. <laughs> dramatic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like this might be their last tour. I'm like, they never like, will stop touring. This is right. Um, but we did go to the show that week in Denver. And it was a lot of fun. But I will say this over and over again, every Pearl Jam show that I go to because I get to sit with all these super fans because Scott's a super fan. And you get tickets that only Pearl Jam Club fans who've been in the club for like 25 years get these special tickets. So we're in the GA, which is right in front of the stage, you meet the most interesting people in there, you meet the most interesting characters. Always, there's always someone that Scott finds that this like latches onto him and starts talking to him. So he found a buddy that was also seeing them for the 43rd time. And it was pretty cute. I mean, it's, it's mostly for me to go and see how nerdy Scott gets. And it just is the most adorable. Just thing doesn't disappoint at all. No, it's so great. It's so great. I mean, people just, I mean, at least them. it's Pearl Jam and not like fair, something horrible. <laughs> what's that? What's that band that was like, Oh no. What's the, what's that band? That's like, Nickelback? So, Nickelback! <laughs> like, at least it's not Nickelback. Right. Or like, it was. like Screamer <laughs> Rock or something. Like, yeah. That would oh be my right. gosh. So Can you imagine funny. if he no, were, had I seen 43 cannot. Nickelback shows? I would be, I wonder. I would like to know the person. I would like I would to like, hear a podcast episode from the person who's been to 43 Nickelback. I would love to know if someone is, you know, we've talked about that before. The people who are like real into the three days of seeing fish. It's, that's commitment. That's real commitment. That's hilarious. It is so. I like. Yeah. Again. I oh. A couple right before we started the podcast. Before we started recording, I had I had set the kids up downstairs with like a snack and a movie, and then right before we hit record, Evie choked on a chip, like just a little bit. It just I think it was like she got a sharp end of the chip in the back of her throat. That's the worst. And it freaked her out. Oh, totally. And so she was like, I'm, I'm choking, I'm choking, and I have to come in and sit with you. And so now she's yelling, one, two, three, go, and racing back and forth across the back of the room. She Let's talk about drop-off. How's it going? Yeah. Evie slept in her bed last night for the first time in over a month, which we've gotten her to fall asleep in her bed once or twice, but then she's woken up in the middle of the night, like, screaming. And last night, she slept through the night in her own bed. That was a huge milestone. It's just like, if anyone's ever slept, she goes, that's really, that really hurt. And I said, then stop doing it. She said, no. So then I was able to like get up and go work out because I didn't have to worry about my alarm waking her up at 4.30 this morning. It's just like everything gets really off kilter when she sleeps in the bed. Because then also the kid, then she doesn't go to bed till a lot later because I don't go to bed till a little later. Um, Drop off is getting better. I, there was a point like two weeks ago where I really thought she's never going to not sleep in my bed. We're not, like, we're going to have to rehire a nanny. Like this is not working out. And like our lives are just never going to go back to a sense of normalcy. And this week I'm kind of like, okay, maybe, maybe we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Drop off, there's still some tears, but it's not like starting the moment her eyes open in the morning. Right. And like the moment she wakes up where you're yes. like, okay, it's all, it's like a constant battle. Literally. Like it was from the moment I picked her up the day before, she immediately would start crying about how she didn't want to go back to preschool. She would be crying until she fell asleep and then she would wake up crying about how she didn't want to go to preschool. So we're out of that phase. Somebody, I I posted an Instagram post on my personal account. Was it on my personal account? And it basically was like, I had visited, one of my friends just recently had a baby and she had her, she was born at like 34 weeks and everybody was fine, thankfully, but I went to go visit her. And so she was tiny and I was like, man, 
I don't miss this, like, but it does go fast. And somebody commented, it doesn't feel that way when you have a two-month-old and a two-year-old. And I was like, yeah, no, you're right. It does not feel that way when you have a two-month-old and a two-year-old. I'm not going to be the person who's like, enjoy every moment because some of those moments are really overwhelming. But there are moments where you kind of reflect back and are like, okay, I think I'm like entering into the next phase of, you know, where my kids can be downstairs by themselves and I don't have to worry about it or whatever the case may be. But more importantly about fall, how is soup season going for you? Will you give us an update? Are you making anything? Like what's on the horizon? And has sourdough really taken a backseat? Like is pandemic sourdough over? Okay. So here's the thing about sourdough. You have to be home for like two days in order for it to work, at least one full day. And so, you know, most people just don't have that in their lives anymore. And that's why sourdough as a bread technology went out of style in the first place um, because, you know, other yeast formats that are faster became available. Sourdough is great, but it does, it is very labor intensive. It takes a long time. I haven't made a loaf of sourdough in a couple weeks. I kind of like go through phases where I'll make a couple and then I'll put it back in the fridge for a few weeks and then back and forth. Soup season is going great. I made a soup last night that's like an apple parsnip carrot leek soup with chicken broth and a little bit of chicken. That sounds really good. It's really good. And it's like a, um, oh gosh, I want to say it's Norwegian. It's some sort of like Scandinavian it's country. Su- is it Swedish? <laughs> Now that we did that on the Bake Off show, I can't stop thinking about that. Okay. Well, speaking of Swedish baking things, right? Like, let's talk about... Do a quick quick crossover. A quick crossover. Um, And Jen just asked, can I post the recipe, please? It sounds amazing. I will do my best. Uh, You also guys should all get the Chicken Soup Manifesto cookbook. I get this DM every couple of weeks like, hey, what's that that chicken soup cookbook? It's called the Chicken Soup Manifesto. If you're into soup, you really need to own this book. It's fantastic. Every recipe I've made in there has just been 10 out of 10. But yeah, on our other podcast, On Your Marks at Bake, where we're talking about the bake-off, this past week was Bread Week. Spoiler alert, if you have not watched Bread Week yet, we're about to give some spoilers. The technical, the bridge is that they had, the showstopper was like a Swedish sandwich cake, which was very bizarre. It looked like a cake, but it was like with bread instead of cake and then like savory fillings instead of like jam or whatever. And most of them were like eggs and fish. Very odd. But the technical was something that is not a bread. It was a pan of raisin. It's literally a pastry dough that you roll like a cinnamon roll with like raisins and creme pat in the middle. Guys, I have Paul Hollywood's cookbook. That recipe is in the pastry section (laughs) of his own cookbook. It's so infuriating. Yeah, So infuriating. Um, Molly asked in the questions, is it still worth it to buy that cookbook if you don't actually like chicken soup but love most other soups? I mean, most of these soups, you could either – they have most of them have a lot of stuff in them. So you could either just eat them as like a vegetable soup or you could sub a different kind of meat if you wanted to. A lot of them are like noodle-based or even like egg-based. I, I mean, they all use – chicken broth. But you can use, maybe you still like chicken broth. Um, I will also say that most of the recipes in there have you start with a raw chicken in a pot of water and you sort of like make your own stock as you go, which I don't do. I make my own stock separately and then I pick up on like the third or fourth step of the recipe to just add my own broth. So you can kind of make them, I mean, it, it is a chicken soup cookbook, but like most of them, I would say have enough in them that you would still get a lot of inspiration to have other types of soup. So yes, is the short answer. Um, Jen agrees. Pan or raisin. It's not bread. It's not. <laughs> I love this battle. I love this battle because it's so great British bake off. 
is Paul Hollywood and Prue are the experts. And so they should know this. So I would love to know their logic around it. There's got to be a reason. I mean, and I still think that reason I know this isn't the Bake Off podcast, but I still think that reason is because two people had COVID and they were just trying to pass off the week. The entire week felt like just everyone was phoning it in. The, but like they pick the recipes before the entire series starts because everybody has to like submit for their ingredients ahead of time. By the way, however, I did see we follow the Bake Off Instagram channel, which is our account, which is dangerous because they do post spoilers. It is so dangerous. So I have to just, just like ignore them in between, yeah. between Tuesday and Friday. But next week, they put up like a little teaser, is Mexico week. I don't think they've ever done that. No, they haven't. Seems very odd. But, you know, that's fine. Maybe they'll have like a Chaco flan. Yeah. Probably okay. not. But that would be a All good right. one. Chaco flan would be a really good one. Chaco flan. Do you know what a Chaco flan is? I, want the, I just want them to make some like churros and... Honestly, the, yeah. That would be empanadas. I feel like they've done churros before, though. Anyway, this is not the Bake Off show. (laughs) Doesn't matter. We're always thinking about baking. Maybe they'll make a taco and call it a sandwich, says Molly. Controversial. Controversial. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm down. Okay. So soup season is here. Soup season Uh, is here. You're feeling good about bread. I think I'm going to make cinnamon rolls tonight if I can get away with it tomorrow. Well, sorry, you guys are going to be listening to this in the past. October 4th is National Cinnamon Roll Day. Mm. And one of my colleagues was like, we should have a cinnamon roll taste, like a cinnamon roll competition. I was like, I can't back down from a baked good challenge. So, but there is a recipe from Half-Baked Harvest where it's like cinnamon knots. And so it's you roll, you lay it flat. It's all the same steps of a cinnamon roll to where you roll out the dough and put on the cinnamon sugar. But then instead of rolling it in a spiral, you then just fold it in half and then cut strips and then twist the strips. So they're like these little kind of like bite-sized knots. And then you don't have to let them rise again. Or if you do, it's only for a couple minutes because cinnamon rolls take a long time because there are multiple rises involved. So I'm going to try to make those. They're really good. If you've never had them, go to Half Baked Harvest and search for cinnamon knots. They're very easy. Be sure to post some pictures of that so we can all be inspired. I got to figure out when I'm going to make the non-bread technical. Because also in Paul Hollywood's book, you have to you rest the dough overnight. You say that so angrily. You rest the dough. Rest the dough. Who has time for that? <laughs> Paul Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I don't even get a bread out of it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay. I'll get over it. Um. Other than that, I have I do have some other fall things that I'm kind of loving. I am back on my oatmeal soft boiled egg train. This is the time of year where I kind of start to get back in that world. Remind us of what this is again. Yeah, it's just uh-huh. a bowl of oatmeal with two soft boiled eggs, like jammy eggs. Not really uh-huh. soft boiled, jammy eggs on top. I got one of those egg cookers, like the instant egg cook, the, you know, like the electric egg cookers. It looks like a little dome. I love it. Highly would, would highly recommend. You don't have to boil a whole pot of water and it's really easy to clean. It takes a little bit of dialing it in to figure out exactly how much water you need, but really have been enjoying that. I also have, do you ever go through phases where like Instagram ads really get you? All the time. Oh, Jen wants to know more about the oatmeal. So All the time. I make the oatmeal with um, with van- unsweetened vanilla almond milk. So it does have like a tiny little bit of sweetness to it. But other than that, it's unsweetened. And then I do add a little bit of salt. I more I mostly just like salt the eggs. So it's kind of, it sounds weird, but it actually is so good. And I would highly recommend, don't knock it till you try it, but the egg yolk with like the slightly, the almond milk, and you could use any type of milk, obviously, but I like the almond milk because I think oat milk in oatmeal feels like just a lot of oat things. And mm. I can't eat regular dairy. And you could eat, you could do water. You but can, I but things happen. To yeah, I mean, I can do whatever I want, but not without consequences. <laughs> exactly. So I think with, I like the almond milk because it adds like a little bit more creaminess. And then I do the eggs just on top and I like crack them open and have my jammy yolks. 
in there. A little bit of salt. That's it. Today, I added protein powder, which again, I'm always just like trying to find an easy way to put some more protein in my day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if anyone out there has ever tried microwaving oatmeal with protein powder in it. It makes it like fluffy kind of. I don't know. Something about the protein. Like it, one of those little fluffy cakes. Those little like mug cakes. Is, exactly. It's like a mug yeah. cake. And I was not, it was not what I was waiting for. And I took it yeah. out of the microwave. I was like, oh, I forgot that that did that. Dang it. Yeah. Yeah. Next time. I will not do that. Maybe I'll make an overnight oat with my jammy egg and all my worlds will combine. Sassy has really good recipes. Sassy dietitian. Laura likes her overnight oats. Just if anyone wants to check out her books or her website. I also, so recently I got like in a rabbit hole where I just bought a lot of Instagram ad things, really just two. One of them is this (laughs) shampoo called Everest spelled with E-V-E-R-I-S-T. It is a, you know, almost zero waste, they try to say shampoo that it's a shampoo concentrate. So the idea is that like, you know, the kind of the new trend in lower waste products is to give you concentrated versions of things because you can have a smaller package. You're not using like, you're not shipping water effectively. That's their whole thing is like, you see this for laundry detergent. You've been seeing this for toothpaste for now shampoo. They're trying to take out as much water as they can so that like when you're dealing with packaging or with shipping, you're not just shipping all this water and then you can add the water when you get it. And the shampoo comes in an aluminum tube. And so you're supposed to be able to uh, recycle the entire tube. And then it has like this tiny little plastic lid that's almost like a toothpaste lid. And then you're supposed to just mail the toothpaste lid back to them, which like as if, but it has one of those like old fashioned kind of aluminum like keys at the top or you turn it down like imagine like an old-fashioned tube of like ointment i the david's toothpaste does that i feel like i don't have i would say that i have very average grip strength and i cannot operate this thing like you have to be like training your grip strength to turn this freaking key and get your your shampoo out of here major design flaw and not only that but the, the concentrate thing is just not really working for me i have tried shampoo bars and i just don't feel like i can ever get enough like i can't get enough shampoo Oh, I have really, really thick hair, like really yeah, you thick, have hair. thick hair. Have you tried the lush ones? Yeah, and I like rub them right on my scalp. Like I just like really? I feel like I can't get it to penetrate enough. Okay, so I like this better because I can get quite a lot on my hands and then like really lathered up. But even still, I have to like do two or three sections. Now, are you a hand to hair, or do you just squish it? In your no, hair? hand to hair. I have too much okay. hair to just go straight in. Are you going straight I w- in? No, never, oh. because you can't you can't see the yeah. how much comes out. But I'd wonder if anyone does just like just straight on the head, or is it straight on? The I don't know. That feels like reckless. There's behavior. someone out there. <laughs> It feels wasteful and reckless, and I don't like it. No, not even wasteful. Just like uh, it feels like you're throwing caution to the wind. You live on the edge. You live on the edge if you do that. You remember a couple years ago when we did that thing where it was like people who have their lives together do XYZ? Totally. One thing that I recently thought of around that, this this is like a dotted, very vague dotted line between people who have their lives together, squirt shampoo directly on their heads, which I don't necessarily believe. I think people who have their lives together can crack an egg with one hand. Ooh, really? Can you do that? No. I've never been uh-uh. able to, and I have tried so many times and just ended up with like egg everywhere. Egg everywhere. I can't do it. I don't know what it is. Skills. It's a skill. But why would they have their life together? They have just very good culinary skills. Yeah. So that means you have your life together, I guess. I guess so. I guess so. I you're mean, always making, do you remember yeah. all the answers to those questions? So it's like people who have their life together fold their laundry the same day that it that they wash it or like... yeah. Those yeah. types of things, yeah. There was a lot of good ones where I'm like, yeah, that's so yeah, true. Yeah, like I or also like, think like people who have their lives together, their lives together, remember to take their reusable bags to the grocery store all the time. Yeah, I never do. I get like one round, and then when I bring the bags back into my house, and they never leave my house again. I'm gonna one up and say, you know, those bins that recycle bags or 
phones or like batteries. You know, they have that at Target. Oh, uh huh. People who remember to bring that stuff right? have their life together. Because I, I always go there and I'm, I'm like, like oh, oh, I forgot my batteries. Should have done that. <laughs> yep, brought my batteries for the 500th consecutive time. <laughs> Never ever have brought them. <laughs> They're year all. In a row. Yeah. <laughs> Jen says they floss and or use mouthwash. I do floss, but I don't use I do, mouthwash. I do both now because I am on. Right. <laughs> Hashtag mission to never have a cavity ever again. Okay, that brings me to my next product that I got on Instagram. It's called, the the brand is called Remy, R-E-M-I, and they basically make like DIY, not really DIY, but like it's a mouth night guard company Mm -hmm. that instead of having to go to the dentist and spend like $600 on a new night guard, you they send you a kit to take your own dental impression and then you send it back to them and it's like 150 bucks. Okay. And then you can also get like a whitening kit that comes with it. So you like put whitening gel in your mouth guard and then wear it all night. I'm still trying to figure out how to get the correct impression. They keep Mm. like you're supposed to send a picture of your impressions and then they tell you like, okay, that's great. Send it in or not. And I have been failing so far, which I can't understand. They're like, see, that's why I'm like, I'm just gonna, I know my insurance paid for my latest mouth guard. So I'm like, I would rather them just do it once and then pick it up. But I have a very special situation. I would like to know if anyone out there in solidarity has been through um, multiple cracked teeth. Because when you went through grad school and didn't have dental insurance for two years, you didn't see the dentist. And then your teeth broke because you clenched your teeth so much. And then you had to get a splint because your dentist was like, you clench. And I do. I clench my teeth every single night. What's a splint? Uh, it's like a, it's like a, um, a night guard, but night it, guard. it, it prevents you from even touching your teeth. Oh yeah. So yeah. when I put it in, even though I clench, your teeth don't touch. So uh-huh. I still have, you know what? Okay. This reminds me. Yes. Oh, it's the best. It really is the best. You can't really talk. Like once I put it in, I talk That's like this fine. and Scott, like Scott, we'll be sitting there talking in bed and I try to talk. He's like, what? What are, you, what are you reading? Doesn't understand a thing that I'm saying. I'm like, don't talk to me when I have this in my mouth. You know, you know what's going on here. <laughs> I think he does it just to annoy me. Anyway. Speaking of, if anyone out there uh, in Denver, actually, I do know someone in Denver, but never mind. But you should look this up anywhere that you are. Kristen Bell posted this episode or not episode. Oh my God, I'm such a podcast. I'm such a podcaster. She posted an Instagram story that she had just had like a mouth massage. Have you ever had your like TMJ muscles massaged? Like is an it internal not mouth massage? Internal. Yes, I have. Is it is that not, is that not the best thing you've ever experienced in your entire life? Because I want to say top two in my entire life. <laughs> it's, the best. it's pretty intense. I have, I don't know if I have TMJ, but I have, I am a wild grinder. Like I will wake you up in the middle of the night from grinding. I am, I ha- again, back to me not having gone to the dentist. I'm pretty sure my back molar is cracked because I can see it. <gasps> no, you're going to have to get a root canal. I, I had a five. Go now. Go okay. now. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Here's my other question to everyone out there. Yeah. I feel like root canals are being outed for being like, horrible for your long-term health though so what are the what does that mean why dentist chime in dentist chime in is like okay so again let's remember that like there i have a pretty big overlap on the people i follow on on social media or where you know the the like world that i live in is pretty crunchy and so the people who are crunchy are like all getting their root canals taken out whatever that means Wait, wait 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 you don't get a root there's just cement in your root there's not anything else in there take the cement out i guess and then I don't know. Pull out the tooth. I'm unclear. 
That's what I'm saying. I don't understand. But your tooth isn't anyway. I know. I don't know. Jim. Wow. I don't know. I think you're. I think I'm. Like this is way too overwhelming for me because I have like so many root canals in my. I have. I have so many crowns. So many crowns. Somebody said. I mean, eventually. Yeah. I have not heard of one person, correct me if I'm wrong, dying from root canals, you know? You're saying that it's leading to cancer. That's all I know. Um, Molly says, I've heard this about mercury fillings, but not root canals. I've also Yeah, heard I've heard this about fillings, mercury fillings. I also have mercury fillings. So I don't anymore. Mine all got taken out. But anyway, all that to say, go get your teeth checked. I know, I know. I do want to get... You know, remember Jen Anderson from the gym? She's the one that gave me that TMJ massage. And I I just remember being like, I could do this. I just, every single day, I just want someone to massage my TMJ muscles. It's so great. I'm and Kristen Bell, when she posted about it, she was like, I'm so relaxed. I'm like, I know exactly how that feels. Guys, <laughs> you don't need to have an issue to just go have someone massage the inside of your mouth. I know it sounds weird. They put gloves on, you're fine. But the chiropractor that I just started seeing does it. And I was like, oh my gosh, please sign me up immediately. It's the best. It's the best. Speaking of things that are the best, let's take a quick break and talk about our favorite sponsor, Ned, the makers of our favorite CBD products. I love their daily blend, the 750 milligram CBD daily blend. And I love their mellow magnesium. I finally just like upgraded and got like the big pouch <gasps> instead of all the little singles. Yeah, it's like you might as well. Might as well. I like the, the Meyer lemon the best. It's so relaxing. I take their brain blend. I took it today. And it's just something that you feel. I know this is just me and my anecdotal advice, but I immediately feel like I have more focus, can move on with my day. If I'm just kind of feeling like out of sorts. It's something that I can take really quick and it really just boosts my brain power, which we all could use at this point, let's be honest. <laughs> Become the best version of yourself. Get 15% off Ned products with code joy. Go to helloned.com forward slash joy or enter code joy at checkout. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash joy to get 15% off. Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring the show and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. Yay, Ned. I think that that also concludes the products that I'm into. Ooh, I have a quick question about your product, though. Okay, go on. Remember when you did the toothpaste tablets? Uh-huh. I tried those, and I don't know how they get fizzy. Do you have to suck on them for a long time? No, the, mine never really got fizzy. Like, if I ha- you ha- I would just put, like, a lot of water on my toothbrush. Yeah, I've kind of moved away from the toothpaste tablets. I like them I tried theory. them for traveling because I thought I was going to be all oh, efficient. Uh-huh. And then I was like, these don't really do them. These are not what I wanted. Yeah. I agree with you. I kind of like the user experience kind of left some things to be desired, in my opinion. I feel like actually there was one more thing, and I can't remember what it was. And I'm bummed because I was like, oh my gosh, I can talk about this on the podcast. I have a product recommendation finally. But it's. Well, while you're thinking about it, because you're going to remember it while you're not thinking about it, but like, what makes you go towards an Instagram ad? Because sometimes I see so many that I'm like, what is real? Do you read reviews? Like, what makes you decide to try something? Because I always get kind of freaked out when I'm just like, okay, ads are ads. Here's what a couple. Here's you? the thing. I feel like I normally try to go for brands that have a lot of reviews in their marketing and are smaller brands, like maybe 15,000 or fewer followers on Instagram. And that makes me kind of feel like, oh, okay, this is probably a team that is still really, really dedicated to their product and like really takes consumer feedback seriously. And so that is when I kind of try to get in to try new things because I feel like, okay, if I like this is most likely a product where people are still putting a lot of time and effort into it. But other than that, I don't know. You just you just throw caution to the wind. You are someone move me. Oh my gosh, I bought those clogs. Did I tell you? Oh no. Yeah. They're crazy. I'm so excited. Oh, did you get them? Yeah, they're white in real life. They were like taupe yeah. on the internet. Oh, they were taupe on the internet. So th- tell everyone. Okay, guys. I so I made fun of Joy endlessly for her platform crocs, and then I went out. 
and bought platform clogs from free people. Army pants and flip-flops. Army pants and flip-flops. And they are like that chunky platform that like looks like a combat boot bottom, but they're super, super lightweight. I wish I had, I don't know. I might, I might like also get the brown ones. Oh, I don't know if I can really justify owning two pairs of these because they're definitely. What do you think of them? Yeah. What do you think of them so far? Because I wear my platform Crocs all the time. I haven't worn them yet. I have because they came like at the beginning of the weekend and then I'm going to wear them to work. But I think it's either going to be a, okay. So if you're interested, they're from, they're by free people. They're called the Bay Platform Mules, B-A-E Platform Mules. Hey, Bay. Hey, Bay. They are either going to like elevate my otherwise very sort of basic elder millennial style, or they're going to make it look like elder millennial from the ankle up, wannabe Gen Z from the ankle down. Mm -hmm. TBD on whether or not I can pull them off. I'm so excited. Yeah, they were a real departure, but we'll see how they go. I also got... I ordered a Pura. Are you familiar with this? Mm-mm. Oh, really? I feel like you would know about this. It's like a, it's basically like the Gen Z take on Glade plugins. <laughs> it's like, it's from, it's a, you can control it on Bluetooth on your phone and it's what? Like a plug-in essential oh, no. oil scent diffuser. How do we not have this? I'm house? shocked you don't have it. I wish I wouldn't have told you about it now. I could have gotten it for you for Christmas. Yeah. Pura, P-U-R-A. P-U-R-A, yeah. And they, okay. they have scent collabs with like anthropology, um, Nest, <sighs> Homesick, all kinds of places. Disney. Oh. Oh my like there's gosh. a scent called like Ilsa goes to Alta Holland. Ilsa, Elsa Stop. goes to Alta Holland. Yeah, it's very cute. So, okay, what this world's smartest home? Right. So it, blah, blah, it blah. literally is Ooh, like an, a next gen Glade plugin. You plug it in and then you control it on your phone somehow. So you can decide like when it's going and when it's not. And you Stop can decide like how much it like if it's going strong or light. Oh, I'm so getting one of these. I know. This is I not bought, sponsored, guys. Not this sponsored. Is just I bought two. One life. for the front, like one for each side of the house, kind of. Okay. So I'm looking at the scents right now. One of the best sellers that is a collab with Anthropology is, in fact, pumpkin and sweet vanilla. I mean, doesn't that sound amazing? I got yeah. Palo Santo just like play it safe for my first round. Okay, Although yeah. Palo Santo sometimes can smell kind of soapy. So I'm hoping that it doesn't. We shall find out. Fraser fur. I love a Fraser fur. This looks really. I know. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really obsessed with. Remember, okay, so last week when I told you that I was disappointed about the Trader Joe's experience. So I ended up, I did get one candle, but they had these amazing balsam fir candles last year around Christmas. So instead of going to Trader Joe's and buying a $4 one that lasts like a day, I went online and I found like a really big balsam fir candle and I just ordered it because I couldn't wait. And now I'm like, oh, do I, but I'm not done with like my pumpkin candles. So I have to like, you can not like a ready. Combo. I don't know if that's a good combo, though. Yeah, no, combo you're probably scent. right. But anyway, well, those are good products. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't do them often, but when I get into it, I really, really go hard. I'll give. I'll give a couple. I have some really good ones. I found this. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not attached to like loofahs or washcloths. Do you do either in the shower? Oh, that's not true, actually. I have like a, um, it's like silicone and it's like knobbly. Yes. Like the, for the face stuff. Yeah. I have one I, for face. But I have one for my whole body. Okay. It's Does like, that feel weird? With no, like it's like rubber? very nice exfoliating. Okay. And, but since it's silicone, it's really easy to rinse off. Like my problem with the loofah thing is like. I know. They feel gross. Disgust. After, after like yeah, one use, like- I'm like, oh, my skin is just in there now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Brandon said the same in the shower for like a year. I'm like, you have to throw this. He, we no, moved no, no. with it. Oh no, 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 like no, no, time, no. You got to get rid of it. No, this. you got to like, leave that no. one behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like the silicone one away. because it, I like can clean it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you just toss it without telling him or he, will he be mad? I did have Evie pick out a loofah for him, like sort of passive aggressively at the store the other day. And I came home and was like, leafy, leafy, Le- Evie got this loofah for you. It's pink. Like trying to kind of pass it off, but. Um, I don't, I'm not convinced that he started using it. Anyway, I agree about loofahs. I've, so I've slowly gone away, you know, back in the nineties, Bath and Body Works was huge and loofahs were all the rage. And so I was like, what is this loofah business? So it was like real cool. If you were a young, like a teenager or a young adult in the nineties, you got a loofah set, at least one loofah set for Christmas every year. I'm like an adult that didn't know what else to buy you. And tons of lotions and body washes and yeah. So loofahs were my jam up until about a year ago. And then I was like, you know, I kind of want to get like, I, I would like rotate with like the gloves that have like the exfoliator thing, but those don't last very long either. Anyway, I was at the grocery store. It was like, um, like a Whole Foods and they had a couple of these like washcloth, uh, whatever loofah looking things. It's by a brand called Clean Logic. Okay. Bought it, love it. So they have like washcloths, which I really appreciate because I like to just like, you know, it's like hard to reach your back. So you can just do that like back, back thing. Slap your back with a washcloth. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Like self-flagellation. Like you go- oh, like you have a washcloth that's that like big enough? Yes, it's that like, long, <laughs> I don't I don't know how to explain that movement on a podcast, but you know what <laughs> It's like in yoga where they make you grab behind they make you grab the towel behind if you can't clasp your arms behind your back. That's like what imagine. Part- how do we describe this move? It's the it's anyone who's done yoga knows that where you grab the towel behind your back because they're like, oh, if you yeah. like me, I can never do those movements where you have to like touch your arms behind your back. I can only nor do can it on I do one this. Side. I can't do this either. I can only touch on one my, side. My my left. Can side you do this top. though? Yes, you yeah. probably can. But only because of my freaky elbows. I know, because you have freaky elbows. I'm doing the tree pose, yeah. guys, where you have your arms like, crossed in front of you. binded arms. Yeah. That always drives me crazy in yoga, because I'm like, I can't do that. Because your biceps are too big. I can't do it. You have and they're all shoulders. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, drives me up the wall. I have Anytime, yeah. no shoulders. And I, I actually have hypermobile shoulders and hypermobile elbows, and that's why I can yeah. do it. It's infuriating. I hate that. I always get mad at everybody in yoga when it comes to that move because I'm like, can't do that move. Guys, I swear. <laughs> well, oh, it's wait, be- wait. also we got to talk about you going to Pilates. Yeah, we will okay. in a second. But okay. also because they make that move, they make that move specifically so normalized. They're like, like you can do bind that. your yeah, arms, just, you know, and you're like, bind your. I'm I like four bones that I'm dealing with. Like three. Every other move, they're like, you can adjust this. But then when it comes to this one, they're like, yeah. Like, um, figure so. It out. Clean logic, uh, washing things go on their Instagram. They have like little scrubby things with like a, uh, hand. I can't find my words with this thing. They have the washcloth and then they have one with like a handle in it where you can like slip your hand in. Uh-huh. They have a bunch of different things, but okay. it's really, okay. really good because it has like the exfoliation is really great. I also just tried the Striker Sisters new hair product. They're, God, I do. Um, it's R and Co. Yeah. And they have a new product called so you know how ashley striker i think she like works with them and creates products all the time so she always Mm -hmm. has like some sort of you know she has this thing called sun catcher which i've tried which is great um but now she has a product called labyrinth so it's a three-in-one texturizing shampoo and conditioner and styler that i did gravitate towards and away from my hair story new wash which by the way 
let me just break it down. New wash will never replace anything at this point. I love the new wash product. It's a shampoo conditioner in one. And I do have a discount code if you would like to order some. I think it's Joy. I need to look that up. But um, message me if you want to try it. So they have, I use that all the time, but this three-in-one styler I was very, very intrigued by. So it feels very much just like you shampoo your hair. It like suds up. And when you rinse your hair out, it feels a little bit dry because there's not really a ton of conditioner in there. But Ashley Stryker does not love a big conditioner. And she also loves an air dry without combing out your hair, which with my hair right now being shorter, I do comb out my hair before I dry it. But she's a big fan of like air drying without brushing out your hair straight because she thinks that takes away a lot of like volume. Anyway, I would recommend it. I, I would recommend it. I I don't see people with a lot of hair liking this product because it would make your hair really tangly. So maybe like mid-length and shorter, you might try it and like finer hair. But I think people with thicker hair are going to be like, what is this? My hair is just a big knot. And then I tried recently some Ariana Grande makeup, which I really like. She's got some fun like glitter eyeshadows. So let me look up the name of it because I went to Sephora a couple weeks ago and I didn't know it was Ariana Grande. I saw like the the stand and I was like, these are fun colors. It's called REM Beauty. Super cute. I think I got a couple of the midnight shadows, which are lovely, but they stay... They stay on real tight. So you got to commit if you want to wear this shadow. It does not come off. (laughs) You will be ready for a rave all night long, but I highly recommend. So those are my top three products. Okay, so I did go to Pilates, lastly. I have been wanting to join a Pilates studio just because I'm like, oh, it just sounds like something as fun as like not super, super crazy intense. I've enjoyed a reformer class before. Like it just sounds like something that I want to do right now, especially as like we go towards the winter months and like getting out. Um, into a gym. So I tried the everyone I posted this on our Instagram channel. A lot of people gave some recommendations for solid core and a couple others around the house. But I was like, Oh, this one seems closest to me. And they're also opening up one really close to me. So I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna try this. So I tried it last week. And oh my gosh. first of all, I get there and the guy at the desk couldn't he, he was like one of those people that you want that you want them to like you so much, but they're never going to be nice to you. It was like that kind of experience. And I was like, oh, it's one of these guys. He's like, he he does not let you in on any secrets. But so I go in, the instructor was great. She kind of like laid down the whole, how the whole class works. And solid core is very much like they turn down the lights, they blast the music and they give you the cues. So very different because, you know, if you've never done a Pilates reformer class, you really need to see what you're doing. So that was a little bit discombobulating for me because they turned the lights down low and I'm like, okay, where, where am I putting my hand? Like, where am I putting my leg? And it like, I, when I tell you in the first 30 seconds, I was regretting my decision. I was like, oh no, 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 no. What did I get myself into? Like they had you hold like five versions of planks for like three minutes. And I was just, I was like, my stomach is done. I'm going to be so sore. So like the rest of the class, all I could think of like, you know, those tiny little muscles you've used, like anything that you've done for an exercise where you're using those tiny muscles and you're like, I'm going to die. So it was very hard. I do plan to go back when the location that's near me opens up. Um, I wasn't as sore as I thought I was going to be. So I don't know if that's a good thing. (laughs) If I'm like, Oh, I didn't really work that hard. And I really was sore. Like, I sometimes feel like I am the most sore from those random workouts and like not at all sore when I expect to be. So who knows? 
Yeah. yeah, I just couldn't stop laughing because I could at the see end that of- like church giggles because you were just oh so my hard. gosh, and also, like, it was so that's what hard. my brain does when I'm like in a moderate amount of pain is I just start laughing. Like if I'm ever that's exactly you know, what I do yeah, when I was ever in cross and I like hold an uncomfortable pose, I would just like start uncomfortably laughing. So what I I do that too. I have uncomfortable laugh. My chiropractor always used to make fun of me. Because she would be like, well, whenever something would hurt, whenever she would do like the active release technique or things that were like pretty painful, I would just start laughing. She's like, I don't understand you at all. Like, anyway, I don't know. My nervous system is just doing this. I have no control. Yeah. It's like laughter is close to pain. They say, you know, it's kind of the same spectrum. Mm -hmm. But when I left, I just started laughing so hard because I'm like, I can't believe I did that. I was trying so hard to look like I had my crap together and I was just shaking uncontrollably. But 10 out of 10. Recommend it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back. I plan okay, to go good. back. Good. I've been thinking scared. about going. There's like an F45 near my house. I just wish so much that CrossFit was closer to my house, but I everyone think loves F45. I know. It seems I've, like kind of that similar, like mm-hmm. th- throw heavy stuff around vibe, which I I'm pretty sure I've tried thing. that actually. I think I tried yeah. it. There's a newish yeah. one in Longmont. Everything in Longmont that's cool is newish. Um, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you to the people who joined us behind the scenes. Thanks, Molly Candy, and Jen, and Molly. Candy. Yes. And I think that was everybody. If you were here. And Serena, thank you so much. It was so fun. And everybody else was who was so there who, we, who did not join the chat. If you guys want to do this again, let us know. Yeah. We'd love to have you join. Yeah. So basically, just so you guys know, because I think a lot of people get intimidated when we're like, come join a podcast. This You're not on camera. You are not on audio. You just chat while we're talking because i think a lot of people get like real nervous about that stuff when you're like joining so super low stakes not scary at all anyone in the chat would you say that this was scary yeah like most people i think are okay with it you do have the option to join the stage so if there was a time where you're like i really want to talk to you i want to be on the podcast and talk about this question that i have we do have that ability to bring you on the stage if you wanted to, but I'm just saying we'd love to do this again. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Joy and Claire underscore. You can find us online at joyandclaire.com. You can email us. This is Claire at gmail.com. Don't forget to support our sponsor, Ned. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash joy or use discount code joy for 15% off your order. Try their daily blend. Try their brain blend. Try their mellow. Try some chapstick. Support the brands that support the podcast. Thank you so much. Don't forget to listen to On Your Marks Gets at Bake. A new episode for Mexico week, apparently. Uh, La Semana de Mexico. It will be on Saturday. Uh, Sunday. This week will be on Sunday. This week will be on Sunday. Because Joy's going to be traveling. So we're going to release it on Sunday. And we hope you guys have a great week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.